0: Thank you for tuning in to the New Channel Sports Podcast. We have a great show on board for you today. We're going to dive into the aftermath of the
1: NBA Finals. Here's a sneak peek of part one of the show. The only way Kevin Durant is known as one of the best of all time, they're going to have to win a lot of championships. Otherwise, he's going to be a champion, but it's going to be like, well, that's the guy who left that team to go to the great team. That's the thing with Kevin Durant. He's so great. I call it a weak move because of this. I honestly think that Kevin Durant is one of the few transcendent players of all time. His height, his skill, and for that reason, for him to go to this team, it kind of tarnishes his overall legacy as far as being amongst the greats. Yeah, he's a champion now. Clap, clap, bravo for you. But I was thinking of this guy being a One of the people you talk about is one of the greatest the Mount Rushmore basketball players, and he can't do that now unless he wins four, five, six championships. Then there's no debate. You're tuned into the new channel Sports Podcast, the ultimate sports talk podcast.
0: Thank you for joining us on the New Channel Sports Podcast. I am o I'm joined by Trey. What's up, Cowboy Nation? I'm also joined by Zach. It pains me, too. What's going on, y'all? And I am also joined by Chris. What's good? What's good? Today's topic, the aftermath of the finals. Okay, we're going to be discussing a couple of things. Um, Kevin Durant, what's his legacy right now? after finally winning his first championship? Or do you feel differently about him going to Golden State? Um, Curry's legacy as well. I feel like Curry's kind of been forgotten in this whole process. What's his legacy right now as well? Um, Just Golden State, is this Warrior team actually bad for the NBA because they have – Pretty much four superstars on one team is pretty much unheard of.
2: Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. They have four superstars, man. Name the four superstars. Super okay.
0: Okay. I exaggerate okay. I exaggerate a little bit, okay. Define superstar. Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant is a superstar. Okay. Curry is a superstar. Okay. Okay. Klay okay? Thompson is a star. And Draymond Green is a star. Okay. okay. Even with that being said, how many other teams do you know that have four superstar the stars on their team?
2: I, I don't know many, but okay. but when you're three or four quote unquote superstars can't outperform three max contract players last year, what are you supposed to do? We're supposed to fight fair nowadays. You're supposed to say, "Hey, you got three, so I can only get three, and that's it." First of all, they didn't have Kevin Durant last year. Second of all, Draymond Green did not play
0: in, in one game, in a game and a half. He not playing a game and a half. What about the other win. two? Well, did he play in those games? Okay. And what happened? I don't know. They might have won them out. They had a 3-1 lead. What, what do you guys consider Kevin Love? I'm curious. He's not He's not better
2: than uh, Draymond Green. Statistically, he is. <sighs> Statistically, Kevin Love averaged 19 points, 12 rebounds, and three steals this finals. And Draymond averaged 11, 10, and 2.
0: Who's more important to your team?
2: Both. Um, Kevin Love, like, obviously. Oh,
0: Kevin is, Love? Kevin, Kevin Love is, is more important, than more important to Cleveland. Than... Draymond Green is more important to that um, Golden State Warrior team. They're, he's the reason that they lost the championship last year. If they had kept Dray, Draymond Green, if he didn't get suspended, the Golden State Warriors have a
2: championship. You want me they to say what I, what, about that if thing again? You want me to say that again?
0: No, <laughs> I don't. I don't because this is a clean show. Now our listeners are going to be like, what are, they, what are they talking about? He said something that was pretty, pretty explicit first. Anyway. Inbox me. <laughs> look, 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 look. They're talking about trading Kevin Love. Right now. They've been talking about trading Kevin Love since they got him. For Andrew Wiggins? For somebody. <laughs> for a box of chocolates. For uh, uh, what's the guy's name from New York? Carmelo uh, Anthony? I'll take him in They never talk about trading Draymond Green. Draymond Green is the centerpiece of the Golden State Warriors.
2: Okay, so let me ask you this. and, be, and You guys, be honest. Without Kevin Durant, are we sitting here today with a, a five-game series win by the Warriors?
1: No. No, of, of course no, not. No,
2: no, no. But that's not the argument either. So who needed? So who well, needed, no, But that's not the argument. So who needed? Without who? Kevin Love, without
0: Kevin Love, what do the Cleveland Cavaliers do? They're not where they do, are, they are do, right do, now. They do, they do, they do nothing. They're they not, still, they might not have done anything. Right. They don't do so anything. So Love is, is important, so right? With Draymond Green, without Draymond Green, the series is tied at two. This is how I feel. The series would have been. Cleveland would have won Game Three so if Draymond Green was there. So
3: you're telling me Steph, Kevin Durant, and Clay Thompson. Are not going to the Western Conference Conference Finals. That's, without that's
0: not right. I said. Draymond Green. That's not what I said.
3: No, but you you you're arguing that Draymond Green is just as, if not more important than Kevin Love, right? Okay, this, and this is a, this is as someone who I'm not going to buy into all the stats that trade throughout. I think Draymond Green's impact goes beyond the stats he brings. So I'll, I'll give you that. But Kevin Love, or sorry, the Cavaliers may not make the Eastern Conference or the, win the Eastern Conference without Kevin Love. Oh, that's that's insane. that's
1: insane. That's insane. That's insane. I, I'm, I'm with Zach on that. They, they they win the Eastern Conference easily without Kevin Love. And I disagree with all of you. I think they win one game, the same losing five games, even with Kevin Love. Kevin Love is disposable. They need to get rid of him as soon as possible. And I think comparing him to Draymond Green is this, what Stephen A. say, an asinine argument. That's what it is. It makes sense. So it means you're make- agreeing with me. I, I agree with okay. you. Okay. So since so, so, so
2: when can you just shove? Nineteen points and twelve rebounds down the drain. Where do you find those players at? That's
1: just, what he
0: was just, doing in uh, Minnesota. So let me tell you something. He was he was racking up stacks in Minnesota, and they never went to the playoffs.
2: But but He's he a, wasn't. But he was able to clog the paint. He was know, able to play in the post. He cannot do that in Cleveland. In you, Cleveland, he has to sit outside so Kyrie and LeBron can get to the paint. But you give Kevin Love the ability to play the way that he was in Minnesota. This guy was averaging like twenty six and fourteen. He's a walking double double. He at one point in time he led the league in twenty twenties. Now this this is what you
0: who
1: call, does that. This is what you call
0: impactful stats his stats are not impactful in the game they're just not when you watch the game the reason why he's going down low and doing what he's doing down low is because he's garbage at everything else that he's doing so he's trying to find a way he's trying to find a way to be impactful on that team Draymond green look this is the argument right I'm sorry to yeah, our like listeners because I started off saying that this is going to be a discussion about the, the legacy of Durant. <laughs> and it we went straight from who is better or who's more important to their team, Kevin Love or Draymond Green, which I think this is a crazy debate. I really do. I can't see how you would think Kevin Love is more important to his team than Draymond Green.
2: So, so- If he's so important, why are they trying to get rid of him? Why, why did they go why did they, If he wasn't as important Why did they trade The number one pick In the NBA draft for him
0: Well that's fine You can say The Texans got Brock Osweiler Because they thought That he was going to be A key so card the number to one team. pick In the draft Well they, they got him okay? okay You can do that with anybody Ryan Leaf He was the number two pick In the NFL When they figured out That he was garbage They got rid of him
2: Ryan Leaf didn't put up 20-20. Ryan Leaf didn't throw for 4,000 yards at the time, which Again, was remarkable. Again, we're talking
0: about impactful stats. All right. So all he, those stats that he brought up didn't help Cleveland okay, at all. So,
2: they, so did Cleveland get blown out this NBA Finals pretty much almost every game? It wasn't close. Yeah. So take away the 19 points he averaged and the 12 rebounds. Then what's the score? Then someone else comes in and
0: takes oh, a Oh, Tristan a Thompson, there. right? Yeah, they, they come in. Yeah, he, he had surely. two
2: loose eggs.
3: Yeah, no. right. <laughs> okay, hold on. What's your belief on Anthony Davis? How do you feel about him?
0: Anthony Davis is an up-and-coming basketball player. He might be the best center in the league very, very soon.
3: Okay, so you would argue he is one of, if not, well, arguably one of the what, top three, top five. I, I hope
0: you're not trying to compare Anthony Davis to Kevin Love.
3: Oh, that's exactly what I'm doing. No,
0: there's, there's no way. And that's just there's because no way. what,
3: what has not- his stats done for New Orleans? What have his stats done? You want to talk about impactful stats? He has nothing around him. I agree. He's, he's, he's got an, a point. He's an incredible talent. And I love me some Anthony if Davis. You put Anthony Ta- Kevin Love if- had nothing in, t- in Minnesota either. He put up numbers with no support, just like Anthony Davis has. Now, look, you put Anthony Davis on the Cavaliers. I think oh, that's a much more impactful than you put. You put
0: Anthony Davis with LeBron James on that team, they win that series.
2: Okay.
3: I don't know about that because the I issue do, was perimeter they have play nothing against the Warriors. Inside. But, but my point is. You want to discredit what Kevin Love did in Minnesota when someone as extremely talented as Anthony Davis is doing the same thing. That's not his fault. Okay, who's more talented?
0: Who's more talented? Anthony Davis? That's not
3: my point. You're discrediting all of his statistics just because he put them up in a situation where they weren't winning. Where Anthony Davis isn't really winning either, but he's still heralded as one of the top five. And because he is top five. With, I agree with you. No one you.
0: ever says that Kevin Love is a top five player.
3: But you can't dismiss what he did in Minnesota just because it doesn't fit what you want the argument to be. I'm not dismissing what he's done.
0: I'm saying that he's not more important to the Cavaliers as opposed to Draymond Green. You just called his stats in Minnesota non-impactful statistics. That no, is what you I, said, said. I did say that. I said it in Cleveland. His stats in Cleveland are not impactful. He didn't do anything to change the game. So he's having plays. He's having plays. You're like, oh wow, he made this play. Draymond Green has plays where it's like, oh, this changes the whole course of the game. He's an impactful player. He is more important to that Warriors team than Kevin Love is. He's the centerpiece of that team. You're telling me that Kevin Love is the centerpiece of the Cleveland Cavaliers? No one said that.
2: But then how is he? Draymond, how is he more Draymond impactful? Draymond is the third, fourth. Op- he's a fourth option offensively. Scoring. Scoring, offensively.
0: You look at his defense, his rebounding, his passing. All those elements make him. The key cog in that
1: um, Cavalier, not Cavalier, Warriors team. The, the, the best way to look at this is, what was the biggest game of the season, season for the Cleveland Cavaliers? It was game five, right? How many points did Kevin Love have in that game?
2: 11, something He had like six
1: that? points. He played 30 minutes. He had six points and 10 rebounds. What did Draymond do? Let's see what Draymond did. Draymond had 10 points, 12 rebounds, and 44 minutes. And let's not deny his impact on the game. Hit him big time shots, clutch three pointers in the corner when he's wide open, unlike Kevin Love, continuing to miss wide open three. So,
2: so he scored four more points.
1: How many rebounds did Kevin Love have in that game? He yeah, had ten.
2: Ten. Two less rebounds. Impactful. And I and, and I love Draymond Green. But don't take away the fact that Kevin Love without LeBron needed help. LeBron cried for help. I need help. I, I saw Kyrie doing this thing in Cleveland. Hmm, maybe I'll go back home. We got the number one pick. Maybe we'll trade that and get Kevin Love here. And they won a championship. Without him, what happened year one when they played the Warriors and Kevin Love went down? What was everybody saying then? Oh, if we would have Kevin Love and Kyrie, this would be yeah, a different Yeah, but it was story. Kevin Love and Kyrie. Right, but it now, wasn't just as Kevin Love. It was Love. both. It wasn't just Kyrie either. But now they've got him and, oh, he's trash. You won with him last year and he balled. This year, he didn't play as well. Tristan Thompson was absolutely Okay, okay. You say he balled last
0: year. Last year, the most impactful plays that I remember last year were made by LeBron James and Kyrie Irving. I don't remember, honestly, I don't remember any impactful plays that Kevin Love made last year in that finals. Kyrie Irving hit a huge shot over Curry and, of course, LeBron James had to block. I mean, I don't remember anything that Kevin Love did. You loved that block, huh? That's that's one of the greatest blocks ever, man. (laughs) It's one of the greatest defensive plays ever. The stage... The moment when he did it, I mean, it doesn't get any bigger than that.
2: Last year in the NBA Finals. You're stuck on this stat thing, aren't you? I'm, I'm a big stats guy. I'm a big stats guy. Last analytic. Year, this is an
0: analytic guy right here. I am.
2: I am. And last year in the NBA Finals, uh, the Cavs obviously won 4-3 to three in Game 7 and... Kyrie Irving could have easily been the MVP in that series as well. Right. I mean, considering what he did, but his numbers didn't lie. I mean, weren't that great either. Love averaged nine points and seven rebounds. In the series? In the series. In the series? In the series.
0: He averaged nine points and seven rebounds in the series.
2: In the series last year. I feel like a pre-
0: he, What did he do now? Nine points and seven rebounds nine in that whole series. In... I wouldn't even guess that. If you would have told me right now how many points and rebounds did he get, I would have said MVP. Fourteen points, ten rebounds, Definitely maybe. Rebounds. Now, what did Draymond Green do in that series? He
2: played twenty six minutes a game. Uh, in the, in that In that series, Draymond Draymond had a really good series. Draymond for the games that he was there, um, he had sixteen and ten, and that's without a game and a half. And well, yeah, so your stats gonna be a little bit higher. Yeah, I'm not a yeah. stat guy, but yeah, I am. I so, am. so with
0: you being a All stat guy, guys, yeah.
2: Can we can we move on
0: to the the actual topic that we're supposed
2: to discuss? Draymond <laughs> Green is is good, but his impact is not as good as you think. Uh, I, I, look, this, I just think it's better than Kevin Love. That's
0: that's all I'm saying. If Kevin Love would have showed up last year in the um in the finals, maybe he doesn't even go to seven. Maybe. I don't
2: know. Draymond could keep his cool. Then we we're a different story. We're going for a three peat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so
0: we have this Warriors team, right? They won seventy three seventy three games that year. They lost, and they won this year. Zach, is this? Are we looking at a dynasty?
3: Man, I, I, dynasty conversations are fun. Um, I probably yes, just because they have everyone under contract for at least two more years. And if you go to the finals two straight times, I I, I heard on the way over here that the warriors are the highest favorite ever right from in vegas. Ga- right in, yeah. ve- in vegas going into next year so you got to think of those two years they win at least one or two more you have to imagine i i just can't come up with a trade or scenario that truly makes the cavaliers equals to the warriors i, I really don't believe that i i can't think of something i don't even think paul i don't think paul george is enough i don't know what they do and so you got to think at least one more Three final, three championships in four years or or four and five? Yeah, that has to be a dynasty. In my book, especially when you have one of the greatest players, one, you know, well, one, one historically great player at least, in my opinion, and Kevin Durant, two of the top five players in the NBA right now currently probably when you add Steph Curry along with Klay Thompson and Draymond Green, yeah. I mean, the talent on that team, the ability to put up championships – It's hard to argue they don't have at least the potential to be a dynasty.
0: Right, right, right. Chris, in your eyes, the decision for Kevin Durant to go to the Warriors, now that he won a championship, I don't know what your opinion was at first, but has your opinion on that changed at all because he won a championship?
1: I mean, everybody knows it. It was a weak move. But at the same time, he came in this finals and he took over there were certain games where let's be honest he played better than lebron james himself there are times where lebron was holding him one-on-one and he was shooting shots over him and i really want to get back to that dynasty question to be honest with you you got to watch clay thompson he's the guy because i think after a while you look at steph curry getting accolades with his shoes and everything and kim durant getting his accolades and everybody's always on draymond and Clay's kind of left in the corner and, you know, just as that abandoned stepchild. And let's be real, you can argue that Clay might be the very best two-player, two-way player in the NBA after LeBron James and Kawhi Leonard. So when you look at that guy, you got to ask the question: Is he going to be satisfied just being the third, possibly fourth guy being talked about? So when I see that team being a potential dynasty, my question is: Is Clay comfortable with that? Because without Clay on that team, everybody always talks about Draymond and and Curry and Durant, but Clay is a guy who's a machine. He'll go off and get sixty in twenty-five minutes. That's how good he is. So if he looks at this team as you know, he wants his own squad. I think that breaks up the potential dynasty.
0: Mm. Yeah, it's very funny that you say that because I remember when Kevin Durant did come to the Warriors. I forgot the quote, but um, Clay Thompson said something very interesting about it's not going to really affect his game. But when you look at the course of the season and the finals and the playoffs, it Did affect his game dramatically yeah it did so you're right so you think that's going to be a factor in them
1: becoming a dynasty so let's say he moves on they're not going to be a dynasty anymore is that i think that threatens it you gotta understand with clay it's with clay being there it really helps kevin durant and steph curry just kind of roam and do their thing because you always have that guy who can go off at any moment and who is unguardable when you remove Clay from the persuasion and you move him out of the side of that team, it's just you focus on the two stars. Kind of the same thing with the Cavaliers with LeBron James and Kyrie Irving. And you don't really want that. That's the biggest difference in the teams, in my opinion. Everybody always focuses on the other players. Clay Thompson, in my opinion, is a machine. Third best two-way player in the NBA, hands down. How many years do you think it takes for them to be a dynasty? I think it would take for them to be a true dynasty. I always look at three or four consecutive rings. And I think after this next upcoming season, Clay's going to be upset and uncomfortable. If you watch him, even during the finals, he only gets how many shots per game and how many shots are his shots. So he's only eating after Kevin Durant eats and Steph Curry eats. And that's what Draymond acting the fool and doing his thing. So, I mean, it's real difficult for him to get his shots. And he's that good. Clay said he wasn't
2: going to take a backseat when this whole thing started. And he didn't. But I think we're getting this thing twisted. Clay Thompson ain't that guy. Klay Thompson ain't Steph Curry. He ain't Kevin Durant. He's not LeBron James. He's not Kawhi Leonard. Klay Thompson is good where he's at, but he's I I, I like Klay Thompson a lot. But I'm just gonna keep it real. He will definitely be a piece that's gonna keep this team afloat. But if you don't get a, if you lose a Klay Thompson and you pick up a a Paul George, or you pick up you know a player of that of that caliber, but you just you just use Paul George is a superstar.
3: Right. Let's lower the caliber. What happens if they pick up like a Trevor Ariza, who's right. a known three and same D thing. player? No. That that doesn't, doesn't change. No, no. It's it's not the same, but you're still telling me they don't win the West? Maybe well, go a seven games. Clay series Thompson the was shooting eight three
2: pointers a game now. Clay Thompson actually had his highest three point attempts per game okay, okay, of his okay, career.
0: Look,
3: look, look, with talk, Kevin Durant. We're
0: talking about a man that scored thirty was it thirty five points in a Half or a quarter. He this scored sixty Thompson.
2: points with eleven dribbles. Yeah, because other people were getting open and passing the ball. Right, and right. No, Duke don't get shoot. me wrong.
0: The whole chemistry of this team is just out of this world. Okay, but I can't sit here and compare Klay Thompson to Trevor Ariza. I just can't. Klay Thompson is way better than Trevor Ariza. I, of course. I but if, you put, but not but if you put if you put tra- um, Trevor Ariza on that team, I still do think they go to a championship. The argument started because we think that Klay Thompson. He is not getting accolades like like Chris said, so that's going to be the driving point for him to be like, you know what, I aint go somewhere else and shine.
2: He's a he's a three time All Star, a two time NBA champion champion, riding you know playing these, with these guys. These stats, man, and in two time All NBA, he didn't even make the All NBA team this year. I understand that. I like, mean, all I'm
0: saying is he might feel some kind of way if season after season no one brings him up, especially. Before Kevin Durant got here, he got some accolades, at least for the most part. It was They were the Splash Brothers. You never hear that phrase anymore, the Splash Brothers. It's either Curry, Durant, or Draymond. It's like, oh, Clay Thompson, you're here too. It started off as the Splash Brothers. Now it's just one brother, one splash. It'd it, it
2: be that way sometimes. <laughs> It'd be that way sometimes.
0: I want to go back to what you said about Kevin Durant, though. You said his initial move to the Warriors was weak. Right? Yeah. My whole thing with the Golden State Warriors is this um, Steph Curry was drafted, right? Correct. Draymond Green was drafted. Clay Thompson, he was drafted. Okay. They earned the right to go out and get a superstar free agent. And I can't hold it against Kevin Durant that he could actually go to the Warriors. It wasn't like they got two or three players together that were superstars and said, let's go to this team. So that's. On the Warriors' part, I can't hold that against them. I can't even hold it against Kevin Durant either. I mean, the team was available. That's where he wanted to go. It was either Golden State or San Antonio. There were some rumors about Washington, too, as well. And Austin was in there.
2: So let me ask you this. As as a fan of the game, and I I had this conversation with some people a little bit earlier, but on May 12th, Kevin Durant of last year, Kevin Durant in the Oklahoma City Thunder eliminated the Spurs from playoff contention. After the Spurs had a great season, number two seed in the West, July 2nd, a month and a half later, they have him in San Antonio courting him, trying to ask the person who just eliminated us from the playoffs to come join our team. Spurs fans were going crazy. Spurs organization, this great organization, 50 plus wins for 20 years in a row. 20, so wait a minute. Hold on. You beat me. You put me out the playoffs, but I want you to come play with me. But Golden State beat you. They want you to go play with them, and you choose to go play with them in your week. I got a problem with that because everybody wanted him. Everybody wanted them. So what we're saying now is that if you're a super team, if you're a good team already, you shouldn't have to go after good free agents. Or if you're a free agent and you're and you're worth anything, you shouldn't go to a competitive team. That's what people are saying by weak move. What he did was the right decision for him, his family, and his legacy. One thing you cannot call him any longer is, a, is one of the best players without a championship because he got that.
1: And I'm not knocking that. That I'm not knocking. But the move was weak. Right? You can win your chip. You can go win your two chips. Whatever you have to do. And his legacy is set. Nobody argues that he's the second best, if not the very best player in the NBA. But that lends credence to my argument all the more. Right? This guy left a team That was up 3-1. 3-1 in a playoff series. With a game at home. With two minutes left. About four or five minutes left. And they were in the driver's seat to win the game. He leaves this team to go to the very team that beat him. Kevin Durant, the player, is not weak. The move was weak.
2: Okay, so have you guys ever played pickup basketball at the gym? Absolutely. So if, if you lose and, 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 or, or you win and you've got the opportunity to, to pick up somebody who's, who's sitting out, who are you going to pick up? It depends. It on depends. That person, yes. If he's a ball hog. I don't. I don't want to. But what if he's not a ball hog? What oh, yeah. if he's a, what if he's the second best player out there next to you? Well, okay. Okay. Look, and I, he's already but he's already beat you a couple times.
0: Well, it's it's the dynamics of the NBA. I know. I understand what Chris is talking. I about do too. Because it's the NBA is is more than about superstars. You know, we want to be about rivalries. We want it to be about teams. The ratings in the finals were tremendous, right? If Kevin Durant stayed with OKC and they face the Warriors again, the ratings on the semifinals would have been just as big to me. They're going back again, facing one another for the opportunity to face LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers. I understand what he's saying, that it's a weak move because it was the easiest move to make. He could have, It would have been a hard decision, but he could have just stayed in OKC and said, I'm going to ride with Russell Westbrook.
2: But what if Westbrook doesn't ride with him? What if Westbrook decides to leave? Then what?
0: He's stuck well, in OK. Like, OKC that's, like with we said, it's not easy. Canter? It wasn't it wasn't an easy choice. I'm not saying that's, that's what I'm saying. It wasn't an easy choice. All he's saying is he made the easiest choice that he could make was going to Golden State. And really, when the debate started, when he was a free agent, nobody thought he was going to go to Warriors. That's what I, that's what I thought. When he did, it was like, oh wow.
2: He actually picked the easy way out. So going to the Spurs would have been harder? Yeah. It would have been. Why? so with, because, so with because the Marcus Aldridge, Kawhi Leonard, Kevin Durant and and the people who were just in the finals back-to-back years okay, a couple this, years earlier, that's hard. This
0: is why it would be easier. The Golden State Warriors won 73 games.
2: So regular that season year. wins mean something now.
0: It won a 73 games. Okay, but okay, look, look, look. They if the if the Golden State Warriors had won the championship that year, do they get Kevin Durant? Uh maybe. Probably not. Draymond Green said it the other night. He's 99% sure that if they won the championship, Kevin Durant is not going to be a Golden State Warrior. Okay? So that makes it an easy choice. If you go to a team that won 73 games and was, what, a game seven, a couple of plays here or there away from a championship, and if they would have won a championship and you don't go there, it's an easy choice. I'm not going to say it was weak,
1: but I understand what you're saying. I mean, I let me put it like this then, is Zach going to ask you this. I kind of get all of your opinion on this. Do the Warriors get to the finals this year without Kevin Durant? So let's just assume that Harrison Barnes stays. Kevin Durant decides to stay. Harrison Barnes that's is still there. That's a good
3: there. question. It's a great question.
1: Do you think the Warriors get to the championship this year?
3: I don't think it's near as sure of a thing. People want to paint this as it's just a guarantee that they were going to get there with or without him. But we saw the position they were in against the Thunder just last year. So there's no way that's a, a guarantee, a sure thing. I don't. I struggle with calling the move weak just because I'm not one to ever question people's decisions. Uh, If they have that opportunity, if the Warriors have the cap room and he wants to go play and and that fits his style, look, he's supporting a family and doing the things he needs to do. He was able to get the championship ring. He so craved. So I, I won't hold that against him. It seemed, it seemed like the easy way out, but we've seen things like this happen where it didn't come together and gel right away either. So, there was there was a, a level of unknown. Now the, the talent difference is huge. Don't get me wrong, but there, it still wasn't necessarily a guarantee either. I mean, the Spurs were still an extremely strong team. I'm not even asking it's a guarantee. Are the Warriors a
1: favorite to come out of the West without Kevin Durant?
2: No. Who is so, oh, oh, oh. Vegas favorite? Probably, but that team would that team without Kevin Durant would have struggled against the San Antonio Spurs. They would have they struggled against the San Antonio Spurs until the whole island and got hurt anyway. And so, remember, this team was down by twenty three points with Kevin Durant to those San Antonio Spurs. Game one, though. Game two, right? It was game one. It was game game one. Game one. Game one. one. And then, how how well did they? And then, who did the who did they face before that? They faced the Utah Jazz. Yeah. Before that, and it was. I mean, it wasn't close. It wasn't close. But they. I don't. I don't think. I think they blew out the Spurs and the and the and the Cavs just as much as they blew them out. But when when. Kevin Durant joined that team, a lot of things changed. Harrison Barnes couldn't throw the ball, couldn't have thrown the ball in the bay last year. They just literally left him wide open. So they had these superstars. Klay Thompson didn't have a great series last year, and they still lost. So how many superstars do you know leave their current team to go to a worse team? Or not take advantage of free agency and stay on the worst team? Who's gonna do that?
1: I hear you with that, but how many superstars do you know? lose to the team it'll be as if LeBron lost to the Celtics and then say you know what Ray Ray the truth I'm coming that don't make no sense
2: with the way that the money is set up now owners have been doing this for years owners and teams and general managers everybody else have been able to use and use these guys as pawns and do them however way they wanted to so now, with the collective bargaining agreement, the ball's in the players' courts. So now the players are making these decisions on their own that the owners have been making for them for years, and the players are wrong. But as a fan, the owners are right. I don't agree with that. I love the fact that these guys are basically sole proprietors, and they're in control of their own destiny. And like Zach said, he made the best decision for Kevin Durant. And the result was, in hindsight, it was a perfect decision.
0: Even though he made the best decision for himself, I don't have to like it. I really don't. I watch the NBA. I'm a fan.
2: I didn't okay. like that LeBron left Cleveland.
0: There you go. Or that he went back. All right. <laughs> there you go. But, you know, the thing is, though, what makes this argument different also is is because of the era that we live in. You know, these people are playing agree. AAU games. Absolutely. They know each other from a very young age. And so they're buddy-buddy. Like Chris said about the Celtics, even if LeBron decided he wanted to go to the Celtics, Kevin Durant and Paul Pierce would be like, we don't want you over here, bro. You're not going to play with us on our on our team. I don't know about that. No, they they, they would. I think the competitive nature of those two guys—they're old school. That's like Jordan saying that he wanted to go to Detroit Pistons after they lost. Isaiah Thomas, Rodman, uh, the microwave they will be like, "No, bro, you're you're not coming over here." Rodman went to the Bulls though. That was after a, a certain amount of time. And far, yeah, you Yeah, right. but I'm talking about right. Jordan. I'm talking about people of caliber: Jordan, uh, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird. There was a fierce. Rivalry, like when they lost to each other in the finals, they were, they very rarely shook each other's hands. It's like, okay, I'm off the court. You remember what happened in Detroit when the Bulls finally beat them? They just they just walked off the court. They didn't shake anybody's hands. That's not happen in today's NBA. Once it's over with, you know, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying that Kevin Durant going to the Warriors. The Warriors were like, oh yeah, come on, we're gonna do. Even though we won 73 games. We will love you to come over here, as opposed to in another era, I just don't think it will ever happen. And that's, that's the point, kind of.
2: I just think that we're giving too much credence to these regular season wins. The San Antonio Spurs have won 50 plus games for 20 years in a row. But have, it's not seventy three. Look, seventy three. Winning, putting a roster together and winning games, regular season games, don't guarantee a championship. No, no, I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it's a guarantee. It. So why are there? But so it's many impressive. Stip, but why are there so many stipulations on? Oh, but this team did this, 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 and this, and that's why it's a weak move. This, 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 and this. Or no, 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 no. At the end of the day, you make the best decision for you. And ultimately, Charles Barkley, Patrick Ewing. Carl Malone, John Stockton, the only thing you could say about those guys is that they did not win a ring. And if Kevin Durant had not gone to Golden State, Oklahoma City Thunder is, you just said it yourself, if Kevin Durant stays in OKC, the Warriors were favored to win. You guys just said that, right? Right, right. So Kevin Durant's still not winning a ring. Well, this doesn't mean mean he's going to not win it. Win. It might have been harder. That's the point. It might
0: have been harder. There's always a favorite. It might have been harder, but he still would have had the opportunity to win a championship. That's like me saying, you know, Someone's saying, okay, we're going to promote you for a new position. Okay, Mm -hmm. Do you want me to give it to you right now? You haven't done anything to earn it. I'll take it. I'll take it. That's the easy way out. Right. But it's not necessarily going to help you in the long run. I don't know if this is going to help Kevin Durant's legacy in the long run for him to have gone from OKC to this
1: team, this Warriors team that was already built to win a championship. See, that's why I agree with you. I think the only way Kevin Durant is known as one of the best of all time they're going to have to win a lot of championships. Otherwise, he's going to be a champion, but it's going to be like, well, that's the guy who left that team to go to the great team. That's the thing with Kevin Durant. He's so great. I call it a weak move because of this. I honestly think that Kevin Durant is one of the few transcendent players of all time. His height, his skill, and for that reason, for him to go to this team, it kind of – tarnishes his overall legacy as far as being amongst the greats. Yeah, he's a champion now. Clap, clap, bravo for you. But I was thinking of this guy being a one of the people you talk about as one of the greatest, the Mount Rushmore basketball players. And he can't do that now unless he wins four, five, six championships. Then there's no debate to it.
2: Like what LeBron said they were going to do in Miami, but they couldn't. With With his big three. Because that's what he said. Not one, not two, not Mm -hmm. three. He keeps counting and counting and counting, and they couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. And we were playing with the Dwayne Wade, who was a a former champion and a superstar. Mm -hmm. Like, say what you want now in hindsight, but at that time, Chris, that was a big deal. That was a big three. And then, you know, then throw in one of arguably, before Steph Curry, the greatest three point shooter ever faced, I mean, playing this game with Ray Allen. They had a super team, all because LeBron James was able to put that together. Yeah, and that's the key he brought that team together.
0: They didn't play together at all before that instance. But they were all superstars. The stars. Golden State Warriors had a full season to play one another. They won 73 games and they were minutes away minus from a championship about okay, minus about 6
2: of those players. Okay, but minus about 6 of those players. But they still had the core the core for gr- yeah, together. <laughs> the core, they had three LeBron had, brought the core. Had, well, four people. So they had Iguodala, they had Curry, they had um Draymond Green and and Klay Thompson. Thompson. Other than that, they added JaVale McGee to this team. JaVale McGee is a champion. Shaq and a full MVP. Matt Shout Barnes <laughs> is an NBA champion. McCaw, who's a rookie from UNLV, is a champion. So what is your point? They they lost. A, Mo Spates was a big for that team. Oh. I'm just saying Mo Buckets was a big part of that team. Andrew Bogut was a big part of that championship I that. team.
0: Yeah. Oh, see, and I, I forgot about those two guys. We're yeah. talking about Harrison Barnes. Leandro Barbosa was right. a, oh, a big, a big he part, was of a te- part of that team. Yeah. He was a huge part of that team.
2: Well, but They they lost a lot of those people. Then they traded all that for Kevin Durant. If you can go back and read some of the articles, they were saying they're not big enough in the middle. When the season started and they lost some of those games, they are like, uh-oh, how is this going to work out? They don't have a shot blocker. They don't have a rim protector. Ja Jaja Pachulia is an NBA champion.
0: The difference is, though, all those players you're talking about, they're all role players. Okay, I agree. That's it. LeBron brought with him Stars, superstars, Chris Bosh and Dwayne um, Wade. Dwayne Wade. So that's the difference right there. And Ray Ray. And Ray Ray. Ray Ray. You know, he's a clutch shooter. You know that. That's what he. Yeah, he was a superstar. But it's an argument
2: for. us. He didn't bring Dwayne Wade. Bring, no, no, Wade he, was he, was there. Was there. he was already there. He I think, was already there. And the rest of that Miami team. And,
3: and I think a, a big issue to this and why we want to. So when did when did LeBron's greatness become validated?
2: Hmm. I'll let you two answer that question. Do we have an answer?
0: Oh, I, I, <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I Bueller. I'm not not saying LeBron James is
3: the greatest of all time either. No, 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 that's not my point. When did he become validated as a Mount Rushmore-type player? Because I think we could all agree he's a Mount Rushmore-type player, just like you said you thought of as Kevin Durant, correct? So when did that become true in your eyes? In my eyes, it became true when he beat that
1: Detroit Pistons team and took that Cleveland Cavalier team to the NBA Finals. So
3: he didn't have a championship with that Oh, yeah. Yeah, Okay, so he's been great since before then. Oh, yes. Did him having that, that that first championship in Miami, what did that do for you? That allowed me to call him a champion. Okay, but That's did that cement his greatness at all? I mean, that set him apart from the rest that didn't have a ring. And my so my point is it, it changes based on your answer, but I think a lot of the problem is we want to hate on Kevin Durant because he he ruined our storybook tale that we all chase. Like, you know, we we love the Kobe's and these people that devoted their entire career to one franchise. Dirk Nowitzki. I've loved him since I was a kid. He voted his entire career. And when he got that ring for Dallas, like all you could do is just be thrilled for the man. Yeah, right. He gave that organization everything. But Le- LeBron wasn't able to do that his first go around. And so he had to go get his first ring elsewhere, too. And I'm not going to knock LeBron for that either. Because even though you say it's, you know, the Warriors are homegrown and they had all these accomplishments, whether it's homegrown or not, he brought Chris Bosch and Wayne Wade. And we, we can run through all the names, but he brought a team. He brought a a squad that would have won the Olympics with him. I mean, that's a talented team, whether they draft him or not. And we're all ready to celebrate that championship as part of his greatness or you know, the championships he won there. But we want to dog Kevin Durant for doing the same thing, even though he had to leave to get his as well.
1: And this is my issue with Kevin Durant. Can you name a team that LeBron James has been on, that when you take him off that team, can make it past the second round? I'm going to wait for that. Name a team LeBron James has been on. You take them off that team, they for sure make a pass the second round.
3: You don't think that those Heat teams could get past the Indiana Pacers in the finals in the Eastern Conference? Without LeBron? Yeah, you don't no. you don't those, think so. those those no are way. some
0: pretty intense no um, um, games. Those, those are LeBron. great
3: games, don't get me wrong, but I mean you have to assume there's a replacement level player there, right? Like it's not just a void, there's still someone talented to occupy that cap space. There's still someone there commanding that money. That's still a good player that's filling that space. It's not LeBron. I get that. But my point is,
1: can you for sure
3: say they get past the the second second round? round? You to can't. the second round? You can't. You're telling me they— No, pass the second round. They can win the first Okay, round so series. they can go to the Eastern Conference Finals.
1: Semi-finals. I'm saying they can't get to the—
3: They get, they you get to the semi-finals. They... they cannot get to the finals. Why not? If they're the two-seed— a- Even if they're the two-seed after the Pacers, you don't think they can go to the finals? What other team do you have in the East? But when... they're not
1: going to be I'm a two-seed without LeBron. LeBron. I'm just saying for sure. It's a possibility. For, you can say the Warriors without Kevin Durant for sure are at least getting to Western Conference Finals. I don't think anybody's going to argue that.
3: In that era, I am taking that heat team with Dwayne Wade and Chris, Cause this is before this arms race that we're seeing now, right? Like true. The NBA is going to change dramatically where, where your your primary teams are adding more and more power pieces. Yeah. People I think people are going to start taking a little less money because, you know, TV contracts are growing so they can afford to, because the numbers are greater. But you're telling me in that day, with the players that were in the league at that time, there are multiple teams besides maybe the Pacers in the Eastern Conference that will knock off a team with Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, Ray Allen, some sort of replacement level player for LeBron James. I, I'm i going to fight you to the death on that because that is still arguably the most talented team in the East.
2: That started the big three era. And so, what I, I mean, from where I come from, four is better than three, right? And so – I I don't believe in this. Well, they only got three superstars, so we can only have three superstars. If my three superstars aren't better than your three superstars, I'm going to go get me a fourth one because I'm going to beat you.
3: Thanks for listening to the new channel sports podcast. Leave comments. Please rate the podcast with five stars and don't forget to subscribe. Check out the podcast daily for sports news and scores. Thursdays for the take of the week and every Tuesday and Saturday for discussions on hot sports topics.